This is CliffCentral.com. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. It's uh, Cliff Central's very own happy hour is what they call it. It's Tuesday, yo. Welcome back into studio. You're tuned into the good stuff with myself, Brent Lindekew, the good news guy, and the good news girl sitting right next to me. Good morning. Good morning, Kay. How's it going? Good, thanks. It's so great to be in studio. I love Tuesday. We all do. It's our, <laughs> it's our favorite day of the week. We get to hang out in studio with you guys and bring you the good news, uh, bring you all sorts of the good stuff. Like I said on my Facebook Live video, which is something that I'm doing now, before we start the show every week, we do this little backstage you know, this is what's going to happen on the show, just to remind you to tune in. It's like an alarm for you. We're going live. Can you hear yourself in your headphones? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> we're, having, we're having a bit of technical difficulty, but it doesn't bother us. We're here anyway. Um, there's a lot of stuff going on. Oscar Pistorius, we're not going to speak about him. The mm. petrol price, we're not going to bring that up Mm-mm. because it's all cuck. Mm-hmm. Um, we're rather just going to concentrate on really good news because that's what we're about. That's what we do. That is what we do. The weekly show aims to bring a smile on people's dials, dials and provide a welcome relief from the daily grind with compelling and inspirational interviews and a healthy dose of humor. Myself and the team search for good news stories from around the globe to bring to you. This is what we do. This is what we're about. We're all about the good stuff. Um, so Carrie and I will be kicking off the show with our regular catch up. We report, we report on all the news that matters. So we give you a little bit of catch up of something that we may have brought up last week. Mm. And, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, that means that you should go listen to last week's podcasts. Download the podcast. Download catch the, up. Catch up with all of that. Um, and then also we bring you the top five trending good news stories for the week, which, uh, it's important. It's stuff that you carry around with you and that you're able to then talk about around the water cooler. Exactly. And you know what? You can actually, you can see on your page as well, which ones are the most popular. You can actually. And you can share them. You can share them. Read them and share them. Read them and share them. (laughs) Uh, We've also got an interview with an incredible South African. His name is Bongani. And Mm. I got the pleasure of meeting this guy. Um, I went on a walking tour of Johannesburg, an art tour by accident. That was like a couple of weeks ago. A couple of weeks ago. And I'll, I mean, we'll tell you about how I got into that and how it all sort of happened and it was sort of crazy. Mm. But I met the most optimistic, positive South African who not only knows about our history, but he's got some insights into our future. He's really just a, a phenomenal human being. So we're going to drag him into studio so that we can catch up with him. And uh, and then also we've got the CEO sleep out. We're bringing yeah. the CEO of... Uh, you know the what? It's, it's, it's so close. It's so close. And it's been freezing the last two days as well. So <laughs> that should give you some sort of an indication what it's going to be like. I'm a little 28th. bit scared. I'm a little bit scared. We're sleeping on a bridge in the name of charity and, and it good is things. windy. Oy, oh. I drove past there the other day and I'm like, whoa. That's on Nelson <laughs> Mandela Bridge. idea was this? <laughs> it's on Nelson Mandela Bridge. If you want to get involved with the conversation, you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com, Brent Lindicu, Kerry Stain. Uh, that's not one Twitter handle. That's three different ones. Mm-hmm. Just letting you know. Otherwise, that'll be a long Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. Cliff Central, Com, Brent, Lindy, Q, Kerry, Stain. Doesn't work. Split doesn't it. work. Split you can also get hold of us on our WeChat official account. You can send direct messages to us. The screen is open and on, and we are able to take messages. Uh, or you can give us a call on 0861-555-189. So, weekly catch-up, Kerry. Yeah. What the hell is going on with your car, Brie? <laughs> well, I actually spoke to Ian last night. Okay. And uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Back it up. Back um, it up. Give us just just a, a top level insight because I mean, if you want to know the full story, go get the podcast from last week. But give us a top level. What the hell is going on? Well, obviously, the ones that don't know, I was um, given a car. It's a vintage 1949 Ford Prefect um, to raise money in auction for um, my dad's cancer treatments and stuff. So um, on the article, I mean, the article has been shared over, I mean, almost 2,000 times. <laughs> That's crazy. And uh, there was a, a lady as well that wants to give my dad free ozone therapy from the ozone pod in four ways. Wow. Which is so amazing. Um, yeah, and I spoke to Ian last night. We're going to be doing a proper auction for the car. There are quite a few corporates that are interested that actually want to park it in there. Uh, reception areas. Oh, wow. <laughs> Some other people want it for theater productions. It's insane. Everybody just wants to go. <laughs> Which is, I mean, it's really good news for, for what has happened and also for your dad. I know. It's amazing. My dad just gets emotional every time. You can't even talk to him about it. He just cries. 
<laughs> That's so cool. I know. And every time, I mean, I've read him all the comments underneath the article. People are just commenting all the time. Are people quite positive? Very. Wow. It's been amazing. So they, 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 um, they've been commenting and I've been reading them to my dad. I read him a whole lot on, I think it was Sunday. And he was finished for himself. He's like, tears don't go well with cold weather. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely incredible. It's yeah. really cool, though. And I'm excited to, to sort of see what happens and, and see how we can make this. Ian, I should be meeting Ian soon. soon. I still this guy that gave you a car. <laughs> it's incredible. And he's, he's changed one thing to literally change everything. It's what I live my life by. And he was able. He had the means. And it's mm. going to make such a difference in your dad's Massive. everything. Plus, I mean, just... <laughs> Other people coming on board exactly. going, you know what? I don't need the car, but he has our assistance. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. People are like, we don't want the car. He has just, you know, they, they're waiting for the, the auction and stuff though before anything actually happens. Yeah. So, um, we'll see then. We've just got to, we've got to find, uh, the right sort of platform. Um, but we've got some interesting people that want to get involved, but we'll reveal that later, closer to the time. So all will be revealed. <laughs> yes. It's like a mini series. We're just, exactly. we're going on an ad break and, uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll let you know what's going on. <laughs> That's exactly what it is, but it's really, really awesome. It's Man, exciting. Very and I've exciting. still got this really cute car in my driveway. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So flippin' cool. So we will be bringing you updates on that. It is a, it's a cool story to follow. And it's not, it's not one that's sort of like at arm's length. Sometimes we report on things that are happening in the Eastern Cape with people that we've never met before. But this is someone who's sitting right next to me right now who got given a flippin' car, bro. Like, I know, right? you got given a car. And I was like, oh, whatever. Here's this random guy. No jokes. It was delivered like the next day on a flatbed. And I was with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, we I'm were like, together. My car's coming. I've got to go. <laughs> I got to leave right now. We've got to get home. We've got to take control of this car. Man, it's cool. It's just good stuff. And I'm really excited for you and your dad. It's, it's really incredible. Mm. One of the things um, that I want to bring up is, is last week, Tuesday, and I didn't do it. I don't actually know why. But on Wednesday, it was um, a year after Jenna Lowe had passed away. And I don't know if you remember Jenna Lowe. I saw all your articles and stuff. Yeah. I do remember. Jenna Lowe was one of the most phenomenal South African heroes. And, and I was lucky enough to speak to her sure. on the show a week after her video went viral last year with the Get Me to 21 campaign. Yes. And um, oh, I've got goosebumps. one of the things that she did in, in her lifetime, she only lived till the young age of 20. I got to meet her. I got to meet her mom. Um, I got to experience uh, a bit of their life. And, and she had this lung disease yes. that she contracted at 17, which it was, it was as simple as, as feeling a little bit overtired mm. and um, being short of breath. Yeah. And the doctors first thought it was asthma. And then they realized that it was this lung disease whatever that is, a pulmonary heart. I can't even say it. But um, she, she had this and she, she then started treatment and they, they realized that there was nothing that they could do for her and she needed lungs. She needed to get a donor, yeah. an organ donor. So she started doing a lot of research and I always say, it's something that I've said many times on the show, that, that causes and things that are close to you um, are only close to you because you've experienced it. And you've, you're going through it. You're going through it. Yeah. You wouldn't know anything about an organ donor if you didn't, if it wasn't part of your circle. Mm. So the stats on, on organ donors is ridiculous and not in a good way. It's, it's scary. Shocking. It's mm. shocking. In South, South Africa, African, it's shocking. In South Africa, so to give you an idea, usually we get about 120 donors signing up a year. Hmm. 120 organ donors signing up a year. And I heard the other day, I heard someone waiting for a heart, and I think he's number 300 and something on a list. So that, I mean, that gives you, a, that gives you a sort of perspective, right? Yeah. So he, he, the, when Jenna Lowe Jenna. did her, her campaign and her video went viral and she became a leader, say hero, and mm. all these things that happened, in that first month, she had 4,000 people sign up to be organ donors. Through her website. In one month, 4,000. In one month. Wow. Within her, her year of that campaign running mm. before she passed away, there were over 27,000 people that had signed up to be organ donors. That is incredible. Wow. So last week was incredibly sad, but at the same time, you look back and you think, gee, she's done something phenomenal in her life and she continues to do such. She's so, created awareness. Awareness. And, and she's still an inspiration to sign up to be an organ donor. The only reason I'm an organ donor is because of her. 
And is anybody keeping track of? Yeah, the website's still going, and her mom's still sorting that stuff out. And I'm sure they're so still going to have a party donating. for her. They, they're still, I mean, still signing up, signing up, yeah. still signing up. Yeah, it's it's so important. So, I mean, that's something that I like to bring up is is that I think people need to register to be flipping organ donors. You're not going to use your liver when you die. No. So and, and they are perfectly well functioning organs that go into a box. I know you're looking at me like that because my liver's not going to be that perfect, but my eyes are, and everything else is. It's okay. We'll just um, <laughs> we'll do a regular detox. Okay. <laughs> and and those you can save seven people. So today, if that's what you're going to do, go seven people with one body. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. That's what it is. Thank you, Jenna. Thanks, Jenna, for all you've done. Um, it's also. Very cold in South Africa right now. I don't know if you've seen all the snow in Lesotho Mountains. People are dying. From the cold? Yes. Okay, but, but this is the good stuff, so we want to focus on the good news and here. And that's why you need to um, get involved. <laughs> so, Robbie, Robbie, who's our bucket list guy, listed livered Robbie, he's been on the show a couple of times, and he said the coolest tweet <laughs> that I think needs to needs to go out to everybody. Challenge. This is yes. his challenge for the day, because he's the bucket list guy. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Grab a jersey or a blanket from your cupboard. Make sure you don't have it by the time you get back home. Simple. Yes. Done. Finished. That's why I said you've got to get involved. People are dying. So give, give It's true, though. Take an old jersey that's sitting in the back of your cupboard, stick it in your car, and your duty by the end of today is to not have it. Give it to someone in need. Blankets. Blankets and jerseys. And yeah. socks. People need socks. I know that sounds so random, but last year we did um, we did a little survey. People donate everything except socks. And socks is one of the most important um item it's, it's really crazy what you take for granted and it's the only thing that isn't really donated is socks socks so donate socks and not holy ones we don't no, want holy socks. ones go get those nice woolly ones that you can donate socks cool. scarves jerseys and blankets that's a good idea so donate because it's winter and you need to help everybody um one of the saddest things that happened over the weekend which if you if you didn't hear about it i don't know where you've been but the orlando shootings mm. Happened on, on Saturday evening. Yeah. In a nightclub in Orlando called Pulse. Yes. And I, I've been devastated since Sunday. I think a lot of people have been devastated. There, there's a whole bunch of, um, things, right? So it's the, the worst shooting in the US, first and foremost. Uh, I, I didn't say it is in the US, but I think it also goes internationally. In Maybe one, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. But for me, it's it was so um, debilitating and and real. Mm. I lived in Orlando. So many people. I, I had. Lived, I saw so many comments on my Facebook of people saying, "I've got family there," or "I live there," or whatever the case is, and how scary it is that it's so close. It's just. It just becomes a reality because I'm a gay man. Yeah. And I lived in, in Orlando, uh, after, after school. I was young. I was 18, 19 and I traveled the whole East Coast of America. I got to do the most incredible things and I spent a bit of time in Orlando. I went to those bars and those clubs. Yeah. I, I could have, if sure. it was a different time in a different place, that me. could have been me and I could have been mm. in that space, in that yeah. experience. Um, so it's been quite devastating oh, come on, to, to hear sort of what that is and, and, what these guys are going through. And I made, I made a point this morning. I wrote an article that focused on the heroes yeah. behind this. Mm. Because a lot of the time, these martyrs and the people that create these terrorist things, they believe that they will become famous in history for what they've done. And I refuse to say that guy's name. Mm. I refuse to give him any air of time. the credit or airtime. Mm. Instead, every day going forward, I'm going to write a heroic story out of those 93 people that were injured. It was sure. 103. 103. It was 50 people that passed away yeah. and 53 that were injured. And I'm just, I'm going to focus on the heroes coming out of that mm. because I think that is important. It's no, hugely important. important. And I was thinking about it this morning. So one of the things that I want to do as our listeners and people that tune in is I want to create almost, I want to do something like, like a video where everybody, everybody, you guys need to say, I, I'm off the cuff here. You, you guys, <laughs> if you're, if you're part of the pride campaign yeah. and you don't give a shit about gays and you're, you, you hate homophobia and you want to be part of uh, the love is love 
cause. Movement. Send me send me a video or a motivational of something that you believe in or, yeah. or like why you believe that it's it's we can move forward. And maybe add some dancing in because I'm gonna create a little <laughs> video. I'm gonna create That's a so video cool. in solidarity. That's so awesome. That's what I'm gonna do and, and I think that we can all just show If you wanna be somebody And Kerry will sing. <laughs> Carrie will sing in this video. That's what we're going to do. you got to wake up and pay attention, yo. So <laughs> that's what I'm going to do today. I'm actually going to take the day off and I'm going to make like a video mm, just in solidarity. That's so cool. I think it's cool. And I'll be reporting every day on, on the heroes and, and what it means. Today was, um, yeah, I did one about a survivor who actually helped someone in the club. I saw that. Yeah, Joshua McGill. I'd like you to go read that on goodthingsguy.com. Mm. It's a pretty cool story. Pretty it's cool. It's still a bit scary, hey? It's eerie. It's okay. We'll, I mean, we'll get through this and mm. we'll work together and hold hands and in solidarity move forward. Did you hear what happened with the blood drive straight afterwards? Yes. So thousands was, I think and it was, thousands I think it was of people. Over 4,000 people were lining up to go and donate blood for the ones that were to, to assist, injured. To assist the injured. Um, the other side that came out of that is that, uh, that gays aren't allowed to donate blood in but the they, US. But they dropped that. Yes. Especially for this. Yeah. They All dropped right. it. Yeah. So a lot of good things will will come out of this, even Definitely. though it's a tragedy. And um, our hearts, uh, you you're in my mind and in my heart, and I, I think of all the Americans and anybody that's been affected by this. Um, mm. We're with you all the way. Awesome. We're the good stuff though, and uh, we want to we want to bring you the good news that we've been reporting on and following up. Are your headphones working yet? Yes, they are. Okay, so technicals back on. Loud and clear. They're just a bit big. It's okay. I feel Ke- like they're falling off my head. Kerry, Kerry can hear exactly what's going on, which, which we're all thankful <laughs> Why for. Why does it look like I'm in a little bubble like Dory or something? <laughs> Dory. <laughs> you asking me, is everything okay? Can you hear me? Can you hear yourself? <laughs> so every week, um, when I'm not taken off track completely, we, we search for really good news stories and, and good stuff that we can bring you. We report on over 20 stories a day. Mm. Um, and Kerry wades through <laughs> these to see what's trending. It's very difficult sometimes, Sam. Because they're all so good. You just want to <laughs> yeah, report on all of them? That's exactly. Okay, so Kerry took the day off yesterday and her feet were, were up on the on the table. Um, she didn't do her work, so she's almost fired. It's her first warning. I'm going to take her to management later. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> so we had to decipher which top five stories trended for the week. And they come from me. I hope you read them all. Of course I read them. I'm just checking. I read them before you gave them to me. For real? Yes. As soon as one goes up, I read it. That's amazing. <laughs> Come on. Come on. It takes up my feed. Sorry. No, no. Don't say sorry. Don't say sorry. Good. All right. So every week we bring you the top five good news stories. And this week is no different. Um, what do we have at number five? Canada backing South Africa. Wait, hold on. I'm having a little bit of a technical <laughs> thing here. Canada backing South Africa fi- South African firefighters as they learn that they are only receiving $50 out of the $170 paid per day. Wow. Now, I know there was a little bit of an uproar, lo- uproar last week, and they're like, oh, my word, South Africans are downing tools and they are striking. So but nobody actually knew. And the story. Apparent- and the story broke your... It broke Yourself. the good things guy, yeah. Mm. So what's really cool is, is I, you know, it's good news. You, you need to find the good news. And the firefighters that went over to Canada were fighting fires for Canada. And, and all of a sudden there were all these news reports that mm-hmm. they had down tools and they were striking. Yes. And we had all these people on social media going rip, ripping them apart. Mm-hmm. They were ripping them apart. They were like, How embarrassing. Yeah, why are these firefighters t- putting down their tools? It's not about the money. It looked terrible for South Africa. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with them? But here's the real story. If you haven't read us. So yeah. these firefighters, Firefighters were on the on the firefighting line, busy fighting fires. And yes. and you know, in your downtime, you get to meet other people. And there yeah. were firefighters from all around the world, mm-hmm. and they all started speaking because that's Obviously. what happens. And um and like the the UK firefighters were like, yeah, mate, we're getting paid one hundred and seventy dollars a day. Mm-hmm. And the German firefighters were like, yeah, we're getting one hundred and seventy dollars a day. Woohoo! And the South Africans were going, whoa! Uh, say, uh, say what? We're getting fifteen dollars a day. One five. One five. Because I know in in one of the reports, I don't know if it was yours, but they they were saying they were getting fifteen while they were there, and when they get back, they'll get more. Yeah. So that that the the working on fire, the company which is government owned, um, w- was getting paid from the Canadian. That is. Go- let, government. Let's just put hun- this in perspective: four hundred and seventy-five thousand rand a, a day. day. 
a day. So they, they were pocketing 475,000 yes. rand a day. And over the contract, the two-week period, they would have pocketed 8.5 million rand off of these firefighters. I found the story because I troll the internet and I try to find like the good stuff. I knew there was something crazy fishy. here. Something fishy. The Canadian Premier of Alberta stood up and she said, I will not allow this to happen to anybody. And I will fight to make sure the South African firefighters get the $170 we've paid. Working on fire sent people over to go and try to sort it out. Uh, there were like all of these things happening over the weekend. They were, they were releasing press releases. And finally, the government stepped up, the, mm. the Minister of Environmental Affairs. And she said, no, 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 they need to get paid the full amount. Like, exactly. I don't know why we did this. Even though she brokered the deal in the first place. So it's really like a very mixed up story. Death but here's what the reality is. Yerk jumped to conclusion with these firefighters. Man. Mm. If I was in the same position, I would have put down tools. Well... I'm They're so risking their lives. We're also sick of corruption in South Africa. They're risking their lives. Totally. And, Why do you want to and, pocket off somebody else's okay. tragedy? And that's okay. That's not okay. It's not okay. Mm. So the good stuff here is that the, that Canada stood up for us. Thank you, Canada. So Canada rock. Um, and, you know, now now apparently the governments are saying, yes, they're going to get the full $170. Uh, well, they better. I'm gonna. We're watchdogs now. <laughs> we're watching you. We're going to make sure that they mm. get the full $170. We see you. And if you don't get the full $170, you can call into the good stuff and we will sort this out for you. <laughs> I'll ma- make some calls. Brent, I'll, I'll phone. Brent, Brent is now the firefighter policeman. No, I'll phone my friend, Advocate Tuli Maronzella. We'll oh, have yes, a quick chat. Yes, quick yes. chatsky. Tuli. What do we have at number four? <laughs> South African man donates 50 million rand to revitalize education at Stellenbosch, Stellenbosch University. How flippin' rad. Mm-hmm. Say what? A modern center for teaching and learning at Stellenbosch University will soon become a reality. 50 million rand. It's absolutely crazy. Um, they, so it's his own money and then he's made yeah, through his companies or whatever. Yanni, yeah, Yanni Mouton. And so. I think he was, he actually went to yes. that varsity. Yes, he is an SU alumnus. And he wants founder to. Founder of the investment manager. He just wants company. to give back. Yes. You just want to give back, which but is so cool. But that's good because it's, I mean, it's for education. And what's really cool as well is the CEO sleep out is all around education. Everybody's just, you know what? People are starting to see the importance of this. So that's going to varsities. We've got all these other beneficiaries. I think it's amazing. Well done. Well, the, the, here's the reality, right? What is going to change? What is going to change tomorrow? What's going to make tomorrow better? And that's education. Yeah. Nelson Mandela said it and we need to believe it. It's so important. We're going to put that story up online so you can catch it and you can know what's going on. What do we have at number three? Three. Little boy runs into neighbor's garage to hug their dog. (laughs) So when I saw this, I was like, what? (laughs) And it's so cute because you can just see him. He like, he drops his bicycle in the driveway, runs into the garage, Gives the dog a hug and then he runs away. He gets back on his bicycle like he's going to get into trouble, like he's just stolen something. But he, he does and it. And this dog is so excited. He does it like that's his standard. Like he day. does this every day. Yeah. He breaks into his neighbor's garage, garage. to hug the dog. <laughs> I watched the video a couple of times. I'm like, what? It's a very cute video. <laughs> it is a very cute video. And when they saw it, they were like, what? Because they couldn't understand what he was doing. I think it's so flipping cute. He runs in. Hugs the dog and then runs away. And this dog, like, you, you can see it from both sides. They're both so excited and he's looking around to see if people are watching him. That's crazy. <laughs> we love it. It's a cool video. We're going to post it up online so you can see it as well. What do we have at number two? Um, General Flutie's, is that how you say it? Cloudy. Cloudy disappears in the middle of a cringeworthy disaster interview. <laughs> So this guy, right? And I'm, I'm so, I'm so proud to work at Cliff Central, where we are not governed by the craziness that South Africa is currently facing. The the SABC are not allowed to broadcast anything that's real. Yes, they're not allowed to talk about anything that's relevant. <laughs> I love the picture, Brent. I love the picture of him <laughs> and his eyes. He's like what? Say what? You'll what see on you you'll see on the article. He's like what? Um, so yeah, the, the SABC have been banned from bringing any real news that's going to disrupt or disturb or make anybody feel like the government's not doing their job. Um, and that includes like all the big radio stations, the TV stations, absolutely everything. Everything. The the problem is that the management within the SABC don't realize that South Africans have got social media, and we've got our own mouths. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have our own mouths and our social media is ours. <laughs> it's ours. So um, they're calling him General Slaudi because of all the decisions that he's making and all the sort of things that he's implementing. Last week, it was said... Uh, it, I don't know how far it went, but Zapiro even did a little cartoon yes. about it, about how any SABC employee would have to wear a uniform. Imagine like DJ Fresh getting to work in his SABC uniform. So sexy. That, I don't think it works. So he he was in an interview. Um, who was it with? Care? It was with SAFM. Mm. And they were interviewing him about sort of what's going on and what's happening and all these things that are sort of the changes that he's making. And quite quickly, they went into callers. So they were talking about the, the they got people, it's like an open line. Yeah. They got them to come in and sort of talk and do what they were doing. And within like 11, a bit of a debate. 11 minutes into his interview, they went to an ad break and he had some emergency pop up. Yeah. And then he left. And then he left the building. <laughs> He ran away. Yeah. He ran away from the interview. So he censored his interview. <laughs> Come now, really. I would love to interview him. Just to, just those 11 minutes. I imagine like what would have gone down. But then but then how would that work? What do you mean? Well, we're on radio. But it's we can say whatever we want. Exactly. But will he? I don't think so. I don't think so either. He'll so. probably sit there and look at us like this picture. Just with these eyes. We're <laughs> going to put that picture up online and all the info so you can sort of catch up with it and see what's going on. What do we have at number one? Life after dog fighting. Broken pups that have been through hell somehow still know how to love. Jeepers, eh? Jeepers, jeepers, jeepers. So this story was sent to me from um, an association in South Africa called CLAW. <laughs> uh, community-led animal welfare. Yes. It's all community-driven. And um, and this dog had been found. It was part of a dog fighting ring, they believe. Yes. Jaw broken, oh, all its teeth removed, um, and and a half a missing front leg. Yeah. Which was totally infected. Mm. Totally infected. So they brought it into Claw and they put the story up, and everybody just so fell in cute. love with her. <laughs> just fell in love with her. Everybody wanted to adopt her. Everybody wanted to get involved. Um, but first come, first serve. The perfect person did adopt her. Yeah. Um, and she's first gone to live with a behaviorist yes. to make sure that she's okay. And that's what the ladies were saying from Tracy from Dogtown last week. Yeah. It's exactly the same. They actually they have to they have to train them again. But she, this little Maggie is amazing. Shame. It's amazing. So we've and got a, a video. There's a lot of videos. I found a lot of videos. They were all sent to me by Claw. Um, a really good news story about something good coming out of something so horrible. People need to people need to wake up a little bit as well, hey? Um, especially what's going on with all these animals. And I, I mean, I've been reading a whole lot of articles. This is amazing. Because they don't, I mean, you're not giving up on her. You're not giving up on the dog. And she's an amazing, if you exactly. look at the videos, she's just amazing. She's got three little legs now. She's had the operation done and she's adjusted and, and like there's, there's a picture. It's very of, similar to the one overseas called Khaleesi. Did you yes, see that one? Yes, I did. So this is our South African version. Of Khaleesi. Yes. Um, Robin, the behaviorist, actually put up a picture the, uh, over the weekend. She was brying on her, mm. on her farm or whatever. Yeah. She's got eight dogs that live on her farm. She's a dog behaviorist. And all of her other dogs were sitting in their beds because they're not allowed to come near the bra because they're big. Mm. And Maggie was right there next to the bra, oh, but with no idea what was going on. Because she'd never, she's a three-year-old dog that's, she doesn't even know what a bra is. So she doesn't understand what the meat is. She wasn't begging. She wasn't salivating. She just wanted to see what was going on. She would just wanted to stand by Robin. She didn't even care about the bra. <laughs> and I, it's those, it's those so daily cute. stories that Robin Shame. is putting up. Um, and you can get the link to Robin's page on the website. It's all about the good stuff. That's just what we do. We bring you good news. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. So we're going to post those all up online so that you can uh, follow them, watch the videos, get involved. This is the good stuff on Cliff Central. I am a South African. I carry the hopes and dreams of my country and the generations to come. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanye, we believe the future of our country will be defined by our actions today. Which is why we are committed to the development of our leaders. Sibanye, we are one. Visit us on sibanyegold.co.za. Business leaders around the globe are committing to building a better world for everyone. Cliffcentral.com is joining forces with the Sympathy Sleepout, taking a stand for the plight of the homeless. 
we invite you to participate with us in the Sympathy Sleepout on the 28th of July, 2016. Join the ranks of leaders of change by using your influence for what truly matters. Sign up now for the Sympathy Sleepout on www.theceosleepoutza.co.za. That's theceosleepoutza.co.za. This is cliffcentral.com. We used to have it all, but now's our curtain call. So hold for the applause. Oh, 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 oh. And wave out to the crowd and take our final bow. At least we stole the show. Carrie's busy directing our guest. She's sort of like, you need to do this, you need to go there. Of course. She thinks that she's some sort of director of something. Sometimes. Sometimes. Uh, we got a message from Rudy from Skalkvake. It's quite funny. He goes, I just love Brendan Nikhu. We don't concentrate on the cuck happening. Totally made my day. Of course it did. <laughs> and we really don't, Brew. So if you, like, this is the good stuff and it's only good news. And all that other news that fills your news feeds and that everybody's speaking about, I want nothing to do with it. This is but an nonsense. hour. Yeah, well, this is an hour where we don't have to, actually. I have no nonsense. I've got everybody in the producer lounge uh, sitting watching Oscar Pistorius. Everybody keeps looking at the TV. No, it's the good stuff. It's the wrong way to look. Um, anyway, back back to the back to where we were. Yeah. Every week we get to interview the most phenomenal human beings who are just doing really cool stuff in and around South Africa or the world. And, and this week is no different. So I'm going to give you a bit of background as to how this will happen. Bungani is this phenomenal South African um, who I met a couple of weeks ago. A friend of mine came over from Amsterdam and he booked this trip, uh, an art walking tour of Johannesburg. And I'd never been on a walking tour of Johannesburg. I never knew that Johannesburg had this secret world of art and graffiti and amazingness that's mm. that's right in front of us and it's right mm. on our doorstep beauty and it's beauty it's to- it totally is and bungani took us on this tour around um the joburg precinct and it wasn't just about the art it was about his passion for south mm. africa i met someone who is absolutely i'd like i am in love with johannesburg and in love with south africa and i've got him sitting across from me in studio right now it's amazing having you on the good stuff welcome I'm going to switch on your microphone so you can yes, actually... Yes, that's a good start. <laughs> so, well, again, welcome to The Good Stuff. Thank you for having me today. Man, it's rad to have you here. I got to meet you just per chance, and you took me on this incredible tour of Johannesburg. Um, first, how did you get into walking tours around Johannesburg? Um, like I was just explaining earlier on um, to a friend sitting in the couch that I think a lot of history was embedded in me when I was still in primary school. And I had a lot of knowledge growing up in Johannesburg and I got to really experience the city, you know, like hardcore, different cultures that every so day, awesome. every second. And I think a friend of mine spotted me. Well, he was, I think, in the ninth grade in high school. And I always used to talk to him and he was like, ah, how come you're so knowledgeable? You know, the history so well and everything, Johannesburg and so on. Until he decided at a certain point with some guy to start these walking tours of Johannesburg. And he was like, hey, man, I think you'd be perfect. I think you're the guy. You're like a walking Johannesburg. So I'd like you to join me. And this that is, is like, so cool. Um, like, I think it was six years ago or something. And I was like, this is pretty much easy because this is everyday life for me. You know, um, I walk Johannesburg every day. Um, I experienced the arts in Johannesburg. I know all the elements of graffiti, hip hop, whatever. You man, know a you lot know. of the people as well. No, he yeah. does. He does. So when you're on the tour, <laughs> like, hey, hey, yeah, he hey, is. Hey, he, he, hey. he know he knows everybody who's in the area yes. as well as all the art galleries yeah. and and all the different stores. And we we got to we got I got to see a different side of my own city that I, I absolutely Jobu. fell in love with. I One of the Jobu. things that that completely blew me away about you and the experience that we had sure. is how passionate you are about South Africa. Yeah, man. And it's it's not just about the history; it's about the future. Mm. Yeah, it's about the future as well. But like I was, I always tell a friend of mine, like you understand the history, then you will get a clear view of where we are and where we're going. Um, it's all about uh, recognizing, you know. Moment you know yourself, the next step is to get a lot of information, know about the next person. I mean, we're quite a young city in Johannesburg. We still need to recognize each other. 134 years old is not enough. So. I guess in that way, um, it's just 
basically understanding the next person, recognizing the next guy. And, you know, Johannesburg shares a lot of history, not from Joburg. So you understand the history from there and you can trace the rest of the world. So you need to grow bigger than Joburg or grow bigger than yourself. Look at things from a very objective point of view, you know. Mm. You need to recognize the next guy and the next guy leads to the next guy. Man, it's incredible. And it was, it was a phenomenal experience. We got to go underneath, you know, those double decker bridges in yes. double decker bridges, double decker bridge. Yeah. With a, it's mm. the M, whatever. Mm-hmm. We got to walk under there. And every year you told me the story about how they have this huge event where yeah. international graffiti artists come. Yeah. Yeah. So it's called back to the city. Again, trying to encourage people to come back into the city because the graffiti artists have learned how to story tell using spray, um, spray cans. And every year, 27th of April, which is Freedom Day, celebrating Freedom Day and as much as when graffiti started around 94. And so they basically have like works that, um, change. So they got a different theme for every year on the pillars back to back. So it's a competition. Each and every graffiti artist or his crew compete. What? And they win a certain prize. Yeah, it's too, it's totally okay, it's a so huge thing. It's like international guys come over. Yeah, and th- they've put these massive lights up, like these floodlights, so that it happens sure. all during the evening. And these guys are hanging off ropes and things, and because it's really high. It's can like you hear three that sound? High. Click, 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 when a car yeah. over. Can you hear it from below? Yeah, you can. Click, 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 click. <laughs> but it is. It's phenomenal, and mm. I got I got to learn so much about the art history that and the history amazing. of of Johannesburg. You need you need to go. You, you I was have actually to go. driving over that bridge and I'm like. So pretty, and the person I was with was like, "No, it's not." I'm like, "Yes, it is. It's so pretty." I'm like, "I <laughs> no, love man, it." No man, that's I love crazy. It. I love it. Um, where does your 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 inspiration come from? I mean, you you love South Africa. You're doing sure. these walking tours. You're you're mad about art. Mm-hmm. Where does it come from? Um, I think a big part of it is from my mom. I think when I grew up, she never really set me down and told me the next person is bad. That person who's got that colors bad and everything. She wow. really taught me how to kind of like be myself, deal with the situation around me and appreciate people. And I think she how also probably be. got, yeah, she got that from my grandmother as well. You know what I mean? Like just learn to live with people and appreciate them for who they are every day. And she really instilled that. So yeah, I think that's the main drive and that's the main inspiration. So that's, Dur- that's flipping cool. During this walk, do you go to Ponty? Um, there's guys that do the punty. I know, I saw the punty one the other day. Yeah, and what's nice about Joburg, you know, just walk with purpose and nothing mm. really happens, you exactly. know. It's all about recognizing a community. There's a yeah. lot of communities in Johannesburg that people don't even know about. Yes. The minute you walk with purpose, know where you're going, then you sort it, then you just blend in like mm. anybody else, mm. um, who is minding their own business in the yeah. city, then. Wow. You're done. What What is the best part of Johannesburg? Your Your favorite, favorite, favorite place to either go by yourself or take people. Mm, Newtown, Fordsburg. Fordsburg is killing the scene. It's It's amazing. The mm. diversity that's there ah, is amazing. The history behind Fordsburg as I well. I was in you Fordsburg know? the other day, last week. You get around a lot. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the food, the culture. I know, um, and and it's, div- it's properly diverse. Properly diverse, yeah. the Pakistanis, yes. um, the Lebanese people, all of them together, Turkey, everything. Yeah, man. And I'm like, do people like people live here? I'm like, wow, look at these fancy cars, but you would never think that come out of Fordsburg. And then you're like, wow, okay, look at that house next to like a little house. There's a massive three story house. True. I'm like, What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. If you in your own, so so. Something you said earlier on about you need to know your history to understand mm. where you're going. Yeah. Are you positive about where South Africa is going? And uh, there's a lot of political turmoil. There's a lot of stuff that that's currently going on that might make us look look at the current situation and not feel very positive about where sure. South Africa is. What do you see for the future? I think at this moment, um, we need a very good voice that can direct the people. We mm. need someone who has vision, yeah. just like the guys in the past, you know. Um, if you look, if you look at your history from different political leaders or just leaders, man, they had vision more than anything else. They knew how to speak to people. Mm. They knew what to say. You know, they were thinking people. So I think right now we need thinkers and we need people who do as well. A lot of humility is needed right now in the country to kind of like get to people. Um, not just the turmoil that's taking place right now politically. 
Um, I think those are incred- incredibly wise words, and we're going to take them with us. I'm going to tweet them. I'm going to put them out there. So Chris, can I ask can a question? On. Quickly. Okay. How long have you been growing your hair? Uh, almost three years. We got to take months. a we got to take a photo so that people can see it. He's got the he's got the coolest pro. If awesome. people want to book you, if they want to go on tours with you, and I I promise you, it's it was one of the most life changing things that I've done this year to be able to walk around our city and see this underground beauty that I had no idea existed. If people want to do that, how do they get hold of you? Um, just go to my website. It's www.josietriangle. Um, so it, the Josie is with J-O-Z-Y and the triangle instead of a G-L-E, it's G-E-L. Okay. basically. Yeah. He's an artist and a poet and that's what, exactly why the website <laughs> is done that way. We're going to put all of that online as well so that people can get hold of you. Uh, alternatively, if they want to phone you or email you, what do they do? Um, so what number and email. So email, email address is bongani ma tebula, one word at gmail.com. And then mobile number zero six one zero four zero seven seven six five. It's that easy. We're going to post that all up online so that you can get hold of him and go on these walking tours. I, I promise you, it was one of the most life-changing things I've ever done. It was absolutely phenomenal. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for being an inspiration. Thank, Thank you, you for inspiring me. me. Uh, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. Oh, Father, tell me. Do we get what we deserve? Oh, we get what we deserve. I always pretend it's karaoke. I get to do a bit of karaoke every Tuesday as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, uh, because <laughs> I don't know the words. <laughs> I suck. So, uh, we're bringing you an update on the CEO sleep out. And every week, um, as you know, to the lead up, um, we're getting very excited about being part of this amazing initiative. Um, I'm scared because it's going to be quite cold. But today we get to speak to the other side of the initiative, which is one of the beneficiaries, the Steve Biko Foundation. We've got the CEO, who, with the most beautiful name I've ever heard in my life before, Abenoa. Yes, nice to meet you, Brent. Thanks it's for having me. Amazing to meet you. I was so worried about um, pronouncing it wrong, but it's a beautiful. Where, where does that come from? It is a Ghanaian name. That's where I'm originally from, and it means strong. Oh wow! Yeah, that's so pretty. Yeah, thank you. Strong and inspirational, both in the same way. Um, welcome to the good stuff. I- I'd like to know a little bit more about the Steve Biko organization. What is it? Sure. Well, the Steve Biko Foundation is basically a community development organization. We are inspired by Biko's legacy, and ultimately, our objective is to help people become agents of change in their own life, the life of their communities, and then ultimately the life of the nation. And we do that through programs in what I call the three C's. The first is consciousness. Who am I? The second is community. What's my place in the world? And the third is core skills, helping mm. individuals and particularly young people to develop the tools to make their ideas a reality. And that's, I, I said it earlier on in the show, the tools um, to make the reality it's education. It's, it's education. It's education. It's, it's about so educating yourself. It's the most powerful tool that you can use to change the world. Nelson Mandela said that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and if we just believe it and we in- implement it, that'll make a change in our lives, which is amazing. Um, the Steve Beaker Foundation, Foundation deals mainly with the youth and leadership development at every level. What does it mean for your organization to be part of this initiative, the CEO Sleep Out? Well, it's very important for us. I think when we look at issues of homelessness, it's something that we all see all around us. But rarely do we actually engage with the issue. Do we try to understand people's experiences? All too often, it might be five rand or simply Mm. stepping over someone. Mm. This is our way of really understanding the issues that lead to homelessness. And a lot of it has to do with unemployment as well as underemployment. And so for us, we look at education in the broadest possible sense, not just formal schooling, but really skills development and helping people. People learn how to learn. And so we do that through a variety of activities, arts and culture, as well as uh, creating curriculum material, sports development, and economic justice, helping people become entrepreneurs. Wow. I'm blown away. I'm blown away. It's inspirational stuff that your organization does. And very important. Um, one of the things that I said in the lead up when we did that video for the CEO Sleep Out was that as South Africans, we've become numb to homelessness. We see so much of it, and it's around 
it's it's on every corner. Yes. When you stop at an intersection, there is someone who is looking for help. Yes. Um, and it's a sad reality in South Africa that we're faced. So the things that you're doing is absolutely phenomenal. Well, thank you. Um, as one of the beneficiaries of the CEO Sleepout, what what are you planning to do with the funds? Because they, they're planning to raise a bucket load of money this year. They are. And we're, we're very glad about that and very <laughs> appreciative. Um, it's tough out here in the nonprofit world. Uh, but basically, we'll use the funds for training and development. We have a center in the Eastern Cape of South Africa called the Steve Biko Center. And that's where we run a lot of our programs from. And many of your listeners will know that economically and educationally, the Eastern Cape is one of the most depressed regions. And so there we'll be focusing most of our efforts, particularly with people um, who are out of school. So sort of 18 to 30, 35, don't necessarily have skills and that type of thing, helping them to develop different tools. But then we'll also be running a large um, dialogue series at universities throughout the country, helping young people to think through different issues. I was listening to Mangani speaking earlier, and he talked about knowing your past so we can understand the present. And that's a lot of the work that we do at the foundation. And I mean, let's be honest. The truth is, Brent, you and I, we're going to spend a very cold night out on a bridge. <laughs> but that does not mean that we will really ever have a sense of what it truly means to be mm. homeless. Our goal, though, is to help people begin to think through the issues. So it's one thing to do the training, the education, the skills development. But how do we create a national conversation so that we can begin to look at what are some of the systemic issues Mm. that lead to homelessness, that lead to unemployment? And how do we all, whether we are in the media like yourself, civil society, business come together to develop innovative solutions to some of our most pressing problems. I'm excited about that. The CEOs that I've, that I've interviewed over the last couple of weeks. That's one of the biggest things that they've said. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam Cracker said that him and Maria Ramos did not sleep the whole night, mm-hmm. not from the cold, mm-hmm. not from, from this, this fake homelessness for one night, yeah. but because they were so inspired Inspired by being on the bridge with these change makers that they were spending hours trying to figure out what they could do within their own corporations to change the face of South Africa yes. last year. It's so I'm, I'm excited to be on the bridge that night so that I can feed off of that yes. and, and maybe get involved, maybe have some sort of ideas and, and solutions um, that we can take forward and, and create the awareness, which yes. is, is what you said last year as well. One of the, one of the things that was very prevalent, whether it was media or over the dinner party everybody was talking about the awareness it, mm. it raised awareness mm-hmm. it brought the, the this, this challenge that south africa faces to the front yes. which i think is important very important because without awareness without understanding the extent of the problem we'll never really be able to develop solutions to it I am so honored to have met you and to have spoken to you. And I'm really excited about the entrepreneurship that you're putting into um, South Africa as well, because I think that that changes South Africa. Um, if people want to follow the Steve Biko Foundation or get involved mm-hmm. or uh, in any way, just figure out how they can assist or, or follow what you're doing. What do they do? Um, a couple of things. We're pretty active on Twitter at Biko Foundation. We also have a brand spanking new website, all of like 10 days old. So forgive us for any bugs. But <laughs> it's uh, www.sbf for Steve Biko Foundation dot org dot ZA. Absolutely amazing. I'm going to tweet some of those links out as well. And every... Um post show I do an article on my website uh, mm. which is goodthingsguy.com uh, we have half a million readers a month oh, wow. so I'm going to post it up there and people can get all the information from there um, every week and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're here and that you can sit in on this every week we bring these two lovely girls in hello that are, that ladies are hello. It's, it's Paige and Kirst and we call their company which is Huddle Up uh, a dating site for charities oh um, interesting yeah okay. and, the, and the reason for that is because they uh, they find foundations, institutions, individuals that are in need of some sort of assistance and and somehow through their magical powers they find the corporates to join up. So we call them a dating site for charities. Welcome to the studio girls. Thank it's always great to have you. Yeah. It's great to meet you as well. Thank sure. you. Yeah. It's um, ladies. Paige sure. was sitting here while you were talking. I actually saw your eyes. She was she was in awe. Amazing work. Amazing work, sure. Especially so, with entrepreneurs. I think it's definitely an avenue that people need to focus on. Mm, you know, yeah. people have uh, yeah 
Give people great opportunities. It's it's loads of loads of ideas, and they just need that platform to be able yeah. to go out there, empower themselves, and empower other people. I'm hoping that you have something that ties in today, or something that we can talk about. What where where are we? What do we have? Well, today we're speaking about an NGO. <clears throat> Sorry, so are you getting emotional? There. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's an NGO, and it's it's called Hope, and it stands for helping our people and environment. So. Obviously, they focus on the people and the environment. And yeah, having worked with various organizations, namely Alexander Hospice and Chubby Chum Home for Children, um, what Hope do is they aim to assist with uh, any type of donations that they need on a daily basis, whether it be food, clothing, blankets, um, anything. And what's also quite nice with Hope, because they've also got a love of people, they've also got the love of the environment. And um, they also focus on apicultural beekeeping and provide up-to-date um, training and practical knowledge of organic um, apiculture. Yeah. So, so, uh, that's a very big word, apiculture. <laughs> Has that got to do with the beekeeping? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I read a thing the other day about how important the bees are. Yes, and yes. How, uh, very important. We're supposed to be looking after our bees yes. during winter so that they can um, do their thing with the crops in summer. Do not yes. kill the bees, people. Make no. bee houses. Yeah. My dad actually makes them. Makes the bees, oh, yeah, does, bee yeah, houses, yeah. and then he goes and collects beehives from people that phone him, and they're like, please come and get this out. That's absolutely <laughs> yeah. incredible. Okay, so yeah. they, they help with the environmental yes. side as well. Correct, yes. Where but are they based? Sure, they, yeah. they're here. They're in based Johannesburg. Yeah, in Joburg. But um, one of the main call to actions now is their event on the 25th of June. Yeah. So what they're doing now is uh, through certain dates, they'll come up with a call to action. And um, what is it called again? The... Um, Aiding life today. It's just assisting with any daily needs. Aiding that life today's hospice cleanup. Today. Yeah. Oh, okay. And it'll be at the Alexandra Hospice on Saturday, the 25th of June. I know you, mm. you girls are involved in that yes, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And the girl, Lisa, who started this, is also helping us on Thursday with our youth day. So it's just great people always coming together saying, where do you need help? How can we help? We've got this. You've got that. I saw something the other day. Yeah. Someone wearing wooden sunglasses with hope on the side. Is that them? No. No, I don't know about the sunglasses, but... We can find out. <laughs> I think we should. It's not a yeah. bad fundraising strategy. Yeah. No, I, I, I wouldn't mind bamboo exactly. sunglasses, yeah. just saying. Um, so that ha- that's happening on the 25th. How do we get involved? What do we do? Um, you can contact us at huddleup.co.za or page at huddleup.co.za. And I'm cursed at huddleup.co.za. And we'll be able to give you more information on the event, what their bank details are, because they're looking for funds, obviously, to assist them. And you can also find the event on the GEM app. As well, yeah. The gem, my friends, goes extra miles. If you if you don't know what the gem app is, I'm going to ask you to go listen to a podcast from about three weeks ago. I'll post up the link. We actually interviewed the amazing guys behind Gem who put these events together. That is just we were blown away completely. Um, you've also got your event happening on Youth Day, which you you slightly mentioned. Oh my gosh, yes. So we've got we are so excited. (laughs) A hundred kids. We've got about thirty to forty volunteers that have all said that they're coming through. We've spoken to them. We have activities, food, food, um. Shoes, jackets. Oh, we got shoes and, oh my word. Paige and I <laughs> went and collected shoes and jackets yesterday. An industrial. Packed. Yeah. But our cars were packed from the bottom all the way up to the top. So we are so excited. It's yeah. very exciting. Yeah. And Beautiful I love the work jackets. you do. Yeah. Everybody's inspirational. Thank you for being on the show. I love having you here every Thank week. You. Thank you. Um, have a good event. We have to wrap it up. I know. I don't know where the hour's gone. It just always disappears. So um, you've tuned into the good stuff. Every week we bring you these good news stories and inspirational interviews and all sorts of great things that you can follow, get involved in. Uh, there's all of those great things that we will post online so that you can follow, you can get involved, and you can make a difference, okay? Mm. Definitely. Done and dusted. Uh, we need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together, and the only way we'll get through this together. I'm going to leave you with this, uh, since it's cold. Mm-hmm. Take a moment to be grateful for the hot water in your taps, the blankets on your beds, and the jackets in your cupboards. Share what you don't need. It's that simple. Put it in your car and hand it out. Just simple. That's that's exactly what you're going to be doing. That's the good stuff for this week. To catch up on any of the other podcasts, you can go and download them on cliffcentral.com or also on goodthingsguide.com. We put them up on there. It's been absolutely incredible. I hope you guys all have a fantastic, terrific Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. This is cliffcentral.com.